Welcome back, everyone, to the Bear in Mind podcast. That's right, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Happy to have you back on iTunes and SoundCloud. Remember, search Bear in Mind, search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe, and you are in there. All the latest episodes will go right to your phone, and you can listen to them at your leisure, your drive to work, your drive home from work, you're sitting around the house, whatever you got going on, make sure you check out the Bear in Mind podcast podcast and it's always a good one when I get to catch up with this guy he is a director of athletics for the Golden Grizzlies of course he is Steve Waterfield and and Steve you and I have had this discussion before Uh, judging by the numbers man people want to hear what you have to say I know that coach Campy that makes him uneasy how are you I'm doing great I'm doing great you you guys had a great first uh, Greg Campy radio show uh, on Wednesday and so that was exciting to see and it's great to hear from the some of the former players but I, I Greg might still edge me out. I'll let him think that at least, uh, so so he so he feels good about himself and and all that. A happy men's basketball coach is a good men's basketball coach. There you go, Steve. Always putting others first, man. That's that's the way you roll. I, I like it. But uh, speaking of the Greg Campy radio show, a little bit later on, uh, he had some things to say on that that I wanted to get your take on. But before we get to that, the big news out of the Oakland Golden Grizzlies athletics world. Uh, the 2024 NCAA tournament, the Golden Grizzlies, uh, will be a host of that at Little Caesars Arena. And I've always been curious about this, and, and I'm fascinated as a sports fan, and I'm sure there's other you know, just common sports fans that are listening as well. If you could kind of give us the Cliff Notes version, how does, that, how does that come to be? Where do you start with that? Yeah, so the NCAA awards its championship events in cycles, and so I think it was a six-year, kind of a six-year lookout, or literally hundreds of championships that they would award, and so you put a bid in, and the key part is, and the bids that I've seen to be most successful, and it's no surprise that the one that we were selected in 2024 was successful, is ones where you collaborate and partner with, and in in our case, uh, we looked at uh, an opportunity with the Detroit Sports Commission, with Olympia Sports and Entertainment, uh, with Detroit Mercy to come together and put together, I think, a tremendous bid to host uh, that regional in 2024. And you focus on all the things that you can provide for, first and foremost, the teams that would be participating in it, the student athletes and the programs, and then build out the fans, the amenities, the ticketing, the level of professionalism and expertise that you bring to the table with staff, with venue, uh, to make it a world-class event. And then uh, you present kind of the financial package, and then the NCAA looks at those opportunities and, and decides to obviously go with those that they think are the best fits for what they want to accomplish and um, the fact that we have hosted in the past we're going to host this uh, this spring uh, the first and second rounds I think only helps us because we have shown proof of concept that what we put on paper is delivered and so I'm looking forward to it it's a great opportunity to showcase not only uh, college basketball in this area but the entire southeast Michigan region in the city of Detroit. Steve Waterfield joining us here, Oakland's Director of Athletics on the Bear on Mind podcast. And Steve, I'll give you the full disclosure on this. Uh, Martin Dobeck is is a friend of mine, so so I guess take this with a grain of salt when you say, but the Detroit Sports Commission, I, I, a lot of times I think this is my own personal view, that the fans here, they see these big events that, that come here. Detroit has become a destination for big-time sporting events, certainly NCAA big-time sporting events as well. Uh, they're really on the ground level with that. They, they have a big hand. And those things shaken out, and sometimes they might get overlooked. I just wanted to give them their proper credit. They're they're a great organization for the city. They are a tremendous organization. And I'm glad you mentioned that because without them, 
you're really going to have a hard time getting these things put together and getting a package that's as attractive as it is for the NCAA or for other groups that come in for these events. And so you put a world-class facility like Literacy's Arena, Olympia Sports and Entertainment, the Detroit Sports Commission, and then Detroit Mercy and then Oakland University. And it, it really is critical. So they get they get a lot of credit. They deserve a lot of credit. Um, and uh, I really appreciate them presenting opportunities for us, not just NCAA events, but other amateur sporting events that they they present to us and we can see if it makes sense for us to pursue those. Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, here with you on the Bear in Mind podcast, joined by Steve Waterfield, the director of athletics here at Oakland. And, and Steve, I did want to get your take on this as we kind of shift gears. Uh, you and I also have discussed this in the past. You, you've been at some big-time football institutions, be it Wisconsin, be it Miami uh, University down in Florida as well. So I know, A, you're a college football guy. Uh, you know, you watch it, you're a fan of it. What what has been your take in this prevailing theme that, that we've talked about over the spring and into the summer and up until now in, the, in this COVID environment? I know that there are a lot of different things in play at a lot of different places, but just as you've kind of surveyed the landscape of college football with what's going on, uh, being an athletic director, what, what are some of your takeaways and how things are going in this COVID era with college football? Yeah, I mean, I think the two things that have really stood out to me, one is that there's a tremendous um, amount of structure and planning in what they're doing and what they're doing to provide safe opportunities for student athletes. Number two is despite all that planning and testing, you're still going to have issues like we've seen. You're going to have to adapt and adjust. You're going to have cancellations and postponements. And you've got these uh, college football, they're testing every day and they're still having issues. Um, So there's no way to have a foolproof, plan but credit to the schools for putting things together that provide them the best opportunity to succeed and you do the best you can and you educate and uh, the student athletes and coaches also deserve credit because a plan is only as good as the as if you follow it and if you abide by it um but i think it's a precursor to what you may see in men's basketball and i get a clip service and see uh, every day there's a report of a team having to pause activities and it's just the reality of what we're dealing with because no matter what we can do testing wise no matter what we do from a, a ppe and masking there's still an opportunity for a group to get the virus and because of contact tracing it impacts large portions if not the entire team so it's uh going to be interesting as the next uh, four to five months play out for the basketball season. And when you look at it from a basketball perspective, which which certainly Oakland fans are, are vested in, it only adds to it, right, Steve, in that there's so many more games with college basketball than there is with college football. And you talk about the fluidity of all the situations and the constant testing and the, the positive tests where activities do get paused. When you're when you're looking at a basketball schedule that's going to be in the neighborhood of of 20 plus 25 plus touching 30 games however the, the final schedule shakes out I mean there's just so much more potential for exactly what you say and and everybody has to be on their toes really 24 7 this is a, this is a 24 7 environment now as far as scheduling is going you're 100% right and, and, and it's a, about putting a plan in place and with a schedule that's kind of a kind of goes with the territory it's a schedule that's what you plan to do but then being willing to adapt and adjust at, at the at a drop of a hat and so uh, within the Horizon League, there's efforts to space the conference games certain days apart to allow for uh, more more testing and time between these games for 
the NCAA and MTEs, they've come out with specific testing requirements. We're going to test for both men's and women's basketball three times a week um, with PCR tests, which are the gold standard right now with COVID testing. And then when we play uh, certain non-conference opponents, we're going to be asked to, to come up the night before to get tested, to get tested the day of. Uh, so there is a lot of testing, but uh, you may find out that one test, you don't have any positives. And then two days later, you have someone that tests positive and then you go through the contact tracing piece of it. So it's, it, built into the schedule too you've got some opportunities to maybe reschedule games or uh, provide time for uh, folks to go through if they have to isolate or quarantine to get that team back playing as safely and as quickly as possible steve waterfield our guest here the director of athletics for oakland on the bear in mind podcast remember subscribe on itunes and soundcloud just search hashtag bear in mind or search Golden Grizzlies, click subscribe. All the latest episodes will come right to your phone. A big thank you to our friends at the Evans Law Group for their continued partnership with the Bear in Mind podcast. And, Steve, that, that transitions nicely because you mentioned earlier we were going to bring something up from the Greg Campy radio show. Uh, by the way, heard every Wednesday night starting on November 17th, and that goes live at 7 o'clock at RJ's in Rochester Hills. You can catch it on the new radio home for Golden Grizzlies basketball, 106.7 HD2. That's wild, 106.7 HD2. And as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, but, Steve, we were out there at RJ's and Coach Campy because that is the question we get, and that's why I did want to pick your brain on the scheduling aspect of everything that's going on because the, the question we get season round year round all the time is it's everyone always wants to know schedule so coach campy was talking at rj's and brought up the fact that the season opener will be at xavier uh, playing against the musketeers and uh, steve he brought up the fact that their negotiations were ongoing that if things broke out the right way the xavier oakland game could be the very first college basketball game to kick off the new season i guess you would say and and could be the very first college basketball game coming back uh, from the COVID area that wiped out the ncaa tournament last year if things were to break right and and something like that happened for oakland to be the very first game back steve what does that buy you that you can't buy yeah, it's it's national exposure and publicity for the university and for our athletic department and in this specific case for the men's basketball program and it, it's tough to quantify or put a number on that you can but it's really tough to do and when, when Greg told me that you know, there were some conversations that that's a possibility for us to to open and be uh, be the leadoff for an, a the brand new college basketball season I was thrilled with that and that's one of the reasons why I uh, he likes to and I like to play the, these uh, marquee programs because that provides that opportunity for exposure, whether it's Xavier or uh, other schools in, in very basketball-centric conferences and, and, and Power Five conferences. I love it. I, I love the fact that you can play them because you're going to get the opportunity to be placed on a stage nationally for folks to watch you. And uh, hopefully it breaks that way for us. And I'll give you, let's, you know, game through the World Series is tonight. So let's kind of switch to, I'll give you an example of why that is really invaluable for Oakland University and its athletics department. Mike Brasso, what a wonderful story, earns every, uh, has earned every accolade and credit that he gets. When he hit that home run off of Chapman in game five of the ALDS, we did some numbers, and this is probably already a week old, but that bit created over 30 million eyeballs from a TV standpoint 
uh, from segments and interviews, et cetera, and over 3 million from an article standpoint. And our social media numbers were, were through the roof. And that's just, uh, as I said, old. You you can put a value on that, but it's tough. But every time it was Mike Brasso, and they would oftentimes mention Oakland University, and that's fantastic. And that's really um, – Again, Mike gets all the credit, and we're lucky to uh, be associated with him. But that's what that exposure means, not just to the athletic department, but to me, the overall university. Hopefully folks then said, I wonder where Oakland University, what, what, what's it about? Okay, that's a, that's a really good school in a great location, and start to educate people about what we have to offer for students here. And he beat the Yankees. So he did America a favor. Yankees. Yeah, something that something that my Cleveland Indians could not do was beat the Yankees. So <laughs> it was good that at least uh, somebody that I have a uh, connection to here through where I work and where he went to school beat the Yankees. Yeah, and, and so he did America a favor in that respect. I know everybody was very happy uh, with, with what he did. And yeah. there weren't very many people outside of New York that uh, – uh, that were too sad about that, but but Steve, it was great to catch up with you as it always is. You're very giving of your time, very flexible with your time. I certainly do appreciate it. And uh, you know, we do this regularly here on the Bear in Mind podcast. So click subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud, and you can hear Steve Waterfield and really his take on what's going on. And uh, appreciate your time as always, Steve. Absolutely, Neil. Thanks, and look forward to talking once the season starts. And, of course, go Golden Grizzlies. Absolutely. So, for the Director of Athletics, Steve Waterfield, my name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Bear in Mind podcast. Well, see you later.